Welcome to All My Pod. I'm Matt. And I'm Omar. On this weekly podcast, we sip wine and spill tea with industry leaders who are making a great big impact on our little baby earth. Today, we are joined by the magnificent Luna Lindsay, our very good friend and digital content creator right here in Toronto. She describes herself as a moon gazer, boho style child, and of course, a plant mom. On this episode, we chat with her about being authentic and true to yourself on social media and succeeding as a content creator. So get comfy cozy, grab yourself a glass of your favorite moon juice, and enjoy. Welcome back to the show. We have had one or two glasses of wine already. I am Omar. As you do. I'm Matt. Today we are joined by our fabulous friend, humblest of humans, moon child, stargazing, (laughs) celestial queen, Luna Lindsay. Wow, that was... I mean, no one can see me, but <laughs> my face hurts from smiling because that was like, the nicest intro ever. Oh my god, thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, guys. our friend Luna here, she is an influencer. She, I hate that word, but it's. I know, we it's, yeah, it's like Digital that. creator. Digital creator, storyteller. storyteller. She is a. Um, please tell me more things. Boho style queen. <laughs> I like to refer to myself as a bohemian style child. Uh-huh. Fabulous. Moon gazer, all things vibrant and plant life, just like you guys. <laughs> so then tell us about you. Okay, we're going to start here. Tell us who is Luna? Where did she come from? Where has she gone? Where has she been? Where has she gone? So, <laughs> Where is she going? I, I mean, I hope I'm obviously going to Joshua Tree <laughs> with you guys at one point, but um, I'm originally from a small town called Bathurst, New Brunswick, which no one has probably heard of, and from there, I went to Fredericton, New Brunswick, I lived there for a few years, I went to school there, and then... After that, I lived in a smaller town called Sussex, New Brunswick, with a population of around 4,000 people. And then from there, that's when I started my whole creative journey of what I'm doing. It kind of just happened and fell into place. I feel like I've always had this creative side of me, and there was just something that had to really bring it out of me. And then that's when everything really started taking off, and then I eventually landed here. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what brought you here? And then also, like, more importantly, what made you stay? Stay in Toronto. So I came here for school. I went to Toronto Film School. I did not major in film, which everyone thinks that I did do, but they adapted a program, a fashion marketing program. So I went there Uh to, like, do fashion marketing, and I felt like what I had established in New Brunswick for myself to begin with when my Instagram, like, finally started taking off, and I would do styling things on the side and I just wanted more and I always felt like I was meant for a bigger city and when I was looking up ideas for a shoot that I was styling one day I typed in I'm pretty sure I typed in styling ideas for (laughs) for a bohemian shoot shocking and then Toronto Film School came up. They have very good Google targeting, <laughs> obviously, because I was like, why Why is the film school coming up for a fashion-related thing? And then I just typed in my info about inquiring about their program, 
and they kept calling me, calling me, calling me. I kept ignoring them. (laughs) And then eventually I picked up, and the way that the whole program was described to me, I just had butterflies in my stomach, and I had no intentions on going back to school, and I really just felt that it was something I needed to do. Yeah. And I applied to the program, and I got in, and I kind of was on the fence, like, back and forth about coming here or not, Mm -hmm. and then I decided just to do it. And so that's why I moved here for school mm-hmm. and to keep growing my own brand and working at that while I was in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I did that for a year and a half and I finished my program. I was valedictorian of my program. <gasps> oh. Yeah, goodness. so I have an award that says I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I just, Toronto, obviously at that point, I felt like when I finished school, things started to more so take off for me and it just felt like you know I had to be here and this is the place that I had to stay to keep growing my business and what I do and it's literally the best decision that I ever made was moving here and staying here and Mm. yeah and we're so glad that you are here because look at this wonderful time we're having I know I know and it's cool too because obviously both through what we do that's how we met yeah totally no, I feel like even like when we first moved here, we had like hardships when we first moved here. Yeah. We like persevered and like I feel like this city really rewards you for pushing through. Pushing through and yeah. like hustling hard and yeah, like and you do that and you do so many things and you've got your like finger and fingers in so many different like that's a really weird way of saying it. You go like what is, what's the what's the <laughs> analogy? Like, you've got your like toes. I have my in, like, hands you in a lot toes. of pots. That's yeah. it. Is that it. Hands in lots of pots. Yeah. Whatever a pen can choose. I have hands in lots of pots, like the ones of life, and then like all of my pots at home for my plants, <laughs> like metaphorically if, and literally. If you don't know, okay, so Luna, how many plants do you have at home? Last time I counted, I think. I feel like I was like at 90. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, because you guys 90. always talk about it. You're like, yeah, I have, you're like, I have 37, and I'm yeah. like, I am 100. <laughs> <laughs> we need to catch it. Oh. We need to catch it. Yeah. And you guys are a two person household. I'm a single mom. That's <laughs> wow, how you do it. I know. Oh, I just wow. love them so much. If so. you do need any, like, Babysitters? Advice. No, no, plant no. advice. Okay, at Luna Lindsay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm go. your girl. I just like, okay, and one thing, okay, this is one thing that I say about my plants, and it's so funny because there were certain types of plants that beforehand I would not have any success growing and taking care of, but I swear to God, in the past year, when I feel, this is so magical to me, but I feel like in the past year when I've really like grown into myself as a person and like, you know, really like loving who I am and just mm-hmm. like figuring things out, I swear to God, it kind of just clicked of how to take care of my plants too and plants that I was mm-hmm. never successfully able to keep alive before, I have kept alive and are thriving oh, yeah. and I feel like I just... You know, people always ask, like, tips to keep your plants alive, and you can tell people whatever, but I feel like you honestly get to know your plants and, like, what they need and when you're supposed to, like, give them love, and Mm -hmm. it's crazy just to see all these plants in my apartment thriving, because I kind of feel feel like it's a reflection of my life, too. Yeah, it is. feel the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Everyone always talks about, oh, you have this many plants. It must be so hard to take care of. But like, I just feel like it feels normal uh-huh. and natural. Oh, and I'm like, oh give God. me more. Because <laughs> that's like part of Matt's like daily routine. I love like, my plants. Sure yeah. Because if they thrive, then I thrive. If I thrive, they thrive. I can feel like 
if there's other creatures around you, they vibrate at the same frequency as you do. Yeah. And if you're like feeling, if you're like feeling great, if you're feeling good, then your plants are also. Yeah, I. A plant podcast. And it's also like yeah, <laughs> and it's also true the fact that like if you feel internally good, you're able to like cultivate and like make others mm-hmm. yeah and it's reflective on yeah, your life yeah, like yeah, i yeah. feel the worst when i'm super hungover in my bed and i can't I even so bad. i know and you know oh. you have to water all of your plants and you can't be bothered because you're dying on the inside and you're also so dehydrated and you're like i'm the worst plant parent ever i literally get like that too i just like look around at them and i'm like i'm the worst person oh my plants. okay we can make this whole thing about plants i know okay let's 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 talk about the the social media world yes, yes. because that is the the mm-hmm. main thrust of what we do um so you you obviously if anyone goes to luna's instagram feed you will see she's very unique she's very different from most other girl bloggers in the sphere especially in the city too especially like, in toronto yeah i feel like this city has like a very dare i say copy paste um uh aesthetic yes. and uh we all try to like have our authentic voices and like be as unique as possible and you're a prime example of that and how do you how did you like find your uniqueness mm-hmm. how did you find your uniqueness charisma and <laughs> um and and how did you like upkeep it yeah and how do you like and also okay there's too many questions at once. Answer those first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, so many questions. Okay. It's okay. I just want to know everything. So first thing. Okay. I'm going to roll back to when I first, like first started. So the way I first began my Instagram, the way it took off was with my hands. That's how, which I told oh you about, which I told you about at the, that event that we went to. Um, that sounded so... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I told you about the event that we went to. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, um, no, and I it was a jewelry company that I really, really loved, and I took a picture of my hands and with the rings on them, and they loved it, and they reposted it, and then all of a sudden I had over a thousand followers. And at right. that point, Instagram isn't at all like what it is now. Yeah. And that's when my Instagram started taking off. I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And I had reached out to them, uh, asking. Or not, no, not even asking anything, just saying I love their product and I love their packaging and I thought it was so thoughtful and then they wanted to collaborate with me. And at the time, I'm just this girl in New Brunswick who had never done anything like that and was blown away that a company yeah, yeah. from the UK wanted to work with me. Mm. And then that's how that whole thing started off. So at the beginning, everything was a lot, it was a lot about my hands and my tattoos and everything and I wanted it to be more than that, more than just yeah. like the aesthetic of me which yes, I know is a part of right. building a brand as well, but that's how that all started. And then from there, I was just like, okay, I need to figure out like a different creative niche to keep it going further. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to bring the more like fashion side into it because I had always loved fashion and just styling outfits differently. And then at that point, when I moved to Toronto, I had built up to like 20K from New mm-hmm. Brunswick, which I thought was pretty yeah, cool yeah, wow. from mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, and when I moved here, when I went to school, someone in my class had told me that I wouldn't be successful here because I don't fit the aesthetic. And they were living here. Oh, from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We went to school together. Yeah. And they straight up told me that I wouldn't make it in the uh-huh. city because I'm not concrete enough. 
So that was a worry. What that means. Yeah, exactly, right? But I mean, it actually... Like, oh, so sorry that I'm not beige. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm not gray. Like, <laughs> but like, it honestly, it was a worry for me when I first moved here. I was just like, how am I going to... It Because my whole aesthetic when I moved here from New Brunswick was still... It's still similar from when I moved here. It's a mm. lot more... I think colorful and more powerful now. I feel like mm. I went from junior girl to right. like, you know, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. an upgrade living mm, in the city. Yeah. But I was so worried about my aesthetic of like being in nature and being bohemian, not fitting in with the city. And I did think for a while that I wasn't going to be successful living here because I didn't fit what the whole vibe of the city is. Mm-hmm. So I realized one of my big takeaways from moving here was that you can adapt exactly who you want to be no matter where you are in the world and just like make it your own thing yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is a huge part of my brand and aesthetic because I find if you were to look at my Instagram you wouldn't think necessarily that I live in Toronto because right. I try and find like colorful spaces yeah. and then take parts of like my aesthetic and my brand and bring that to life through my page in Toronto. Yeah. You know? And it's also, you as a human being love to be in nature. So like you yeah. go out and share things in nature a lot, yeah. which is on brand and authentic and yeah. like speaking true to like who you are. Yeah. And like you've cultivated a great community of people who love not only your style and like your aesthetic, because yeah, that's great too. But like to be successful, I find you have to like be able to tell great story and be personable and like be relatable and people relate to you because like people want to know about your plants people want to know about your like where you got your clothes from and even your tattoos like everyone's like interested in so many things about you like us um and that's i think that's what builds like a good successful yeah person not like being a fucking concrete block yeah yeah exactly because uh, you look at a concrete block as an actual object and there's what what character is there to that you know what i mean i want to be a pink if i was a block i'd want to be like a pink like covered in flowers you know not just another garland on yeah a macrame like put a macrame (laughs) hair on my, my brick body and then just like you know yeah. So, oh my God. yeah. Well, I kind of want to talk about cultivating the community as well. Because um, from, like, when you were in New Brunswick to here, yeah. how was, how did you cultivate that community besides just, like, putting out amazing content? Like, DMs, like, messages, like, talking to people, this or that, stuff like that. Yeah, I, okay, I definitely, I mean, you do this as well. I think that, I think that as people start to, grow you know i understand you get busy and everything but i think it's so important like the whole reason why you're able to be successful or a huge part of it is because of your community of people who are there to support you so i think it's super important that you always have to stay connected and engaged with them like Mm -hmm. no matter what i've talked to people who have asked me about building a brand too Mm -hmm. and it's like what do you do etc etc and it's like well a huge part of it is engaging and commenting with everyone like no matter Mm -hmm. what like i always make sure to like any comment that anyone makes I always write back to them or anytime like people message you in your DMs like I make sure to answer everybody and like why wouldn't you take the time to you know connect with your audience and it's funny too because over the past while naturally we all know with everyone says the algorithm and whatever Mm -hmm. how it can put us slow on like building like more followers more followers more followers but honestly like I'm genuinely 
happy with my community and where it's at. Like when I, of course, when I gain followers, it's exciting to see my community continue to grow. But I'm not, I'm not someone who's wrapped up in like, I need more followers. Like I'm someone who's wrapped in in wanting to feel a sense of connection with like my community. And in the past while, I said this recently, I've, this is the most I've ever felt connected to my community of people that I've grown a platform with mm-hmm. and that's what makes me happy and that's what I think makes me feel like my brand and like what I'm doing for myself is successful because mm-hmm. I feel connected with these people and I want to have an authentic voice and like that's what I think is important when you're building a brand. Yeah. Well, I think totally. that's what like brands and like the, the partners that you work with want to see as well, yeah. right? Because you can have 100,000 followers or 200,000 followers yep. and only connect with 20,000 of them because you haven't con- you haven't built a community mm-hmm. you've built a following that's not a community of people like a following doesn't talk back to each other they like look at you and that's yep. it but a community you speak back you like come up with ideas together you yep. like interact yeah so if you have a community of 30 30,000 people versus an audience of 200,000 people a brand yeah. is going to come to you more yeah because you have a direct voice to more people who trust you yeah better yeah so i think that's really important what you said yeah and it's it's funny too because even with that, when I have people talk to me and they're just like, you're one of the people who I have my notifications turned mm-hmm. on for. I'm just like, I can't, it, that's crazy to me. You're like a friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. and you feel like you're a friend with that person too. Yeah. And I just think to myself, like there's millions of people in the world and there's thousands of people who obviously are in this industry now. And like mm-hmm. for someone to choose me, mm-hmm. to, you know, or for me to inspire them or have something I create turned on so they can see when it goes live is super special and that's that's the kind of thing that makes me love what I do too if I can just even inspire or connect with one person and like I know you guys feel the same way too right it makes like all the difference in the world are the same person we are the same person I literally said the same words over and over again because it's really about like the one on one connection with like a couple of people like I don't care about impacting thousands of people like sure if I do great but that one person whose life I have impacted in some way, some yeah. small, meaningless way, meaningless, quote-unquote, yeah. um, is the most important. Yeah. So I think it's what every, like, small blogger or, like, small, like, whatever. Yeah, like, and the fact that, like, you know, you can take your life and then you see these other people around you who have chosen to follow you mm-hmm. and then just, you, they'll share something with you, like, oh, I did this because of you. That's mm. super special. There's mm. a mom who, she has a young kid <laughs> and one of my plant corners in my room she literally recreated in her space oh because she loved it so much and she's like I can't keep it like this forever because the kid will knock it over <laughs> and all the plants will go everywhere but she's like I loved it so much and I'm just like somebody in the world has recreated a corner in their room to bring them happiness because they liked the way that mine looked that's yeah. really cool to me yeah, yeah, you know yeah, it and it's like it's it's small but it's massive like one to of me. my favorite things to do like favorite things is when like people tag me in the photos that they recreate of like yeah my like witchy weird photoshop thing yeah. that i do and they're casting spells or like creating lightning bolts or some shit and i'm like yes yeah and that's magicians that's literally like everywhere and that's establishing a genuine real connection yeah, with totally. someone and you know they could be literally on the other side yeah. of the world you know and that's the best thing that they often are yeah it's so which cool. is crazy love um, and also, like, I feel like, for me, having 
a lot of followers from, say, the Middle East or like India, Pakistan, mm-hmm. who can reach out to me and be like, I see myself in you. Mm-hmm. And for me, growing up, I didn't see myself in anybody, like, really, because I didn't have social media, I didn't have, like, you know, the TV that I was watching only had, like, white gay people on yeah. it, and there was no one like me. So for me to be that person, which just still seems so strange to me, I'm like, whoa. And then, and I give as much advice as I humanly as can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah, and that's what, like, like your followers see that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They, like, people, I think people just know when you actually genuinely care yeah, totally. about others. And to me, that's impactful versus, you know... I don't know. Yeah, rather that, opposed to than like being like fucking concrete block holding like um, a skincare product and being like buy this <laughs> shit. Like no. Yeah, and even even when it comes to like one of my favorite things to do, and I feel like you guys love doing this too, is like if you're gonna do a collab with a company as well, and then putting your when you get to actually put yeah, your yeah, own yeah. spin on it, and the yeah. fact too that like a big company. One, wants to work with you because they like the kind of stuff that you create and they're literally giving you full-blown creative control mm-hmm. on coming up with a cool campaign for yeah. a product that they have. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, okay, yeah. before you and I knew each other, mm-hmm. I think that, did you find me because of Nordstrom Rack? Is that why? I found, potentially. Okay, because we did the Q1 yeah. thing together at the same mm-hmm. time. And to me, I think that might have been it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's what it was. And to me, like the fact that if you would have asked me a few years ago, one, I didn't even know what Nordstrom was <laughs> living in New Brunswick when I first moved here. Same. I'm not yeah. even kidding. When I first moved here and everyone in my classroom was talking about Nordstrom, I'm like, what's Nordstrom? <laughs> it's only a massive, cool place, massive yeah. company. And yeah, I had, I but I had no idea because it's just not a thing on the East I didn't Coast. know about it until a year and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's just like, you know, people back home are like, Nordstrom, like, what? it's actually <laughs> massive, but okay. But like, that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Moving here, I didn't even know what this insane company mm-hmm. is. And then, two years later I'm working on a campaign with Mm -hmm. which is and like that's crazy and it's cool that a big company yeah just wants to you know yeah you know (laughs) you know (laughs) because like I mean like they see the value in you as a human being like I I find it so strange like I mean I've worked with Warner Brothers yeah that's crazy how would I have ever thought a year ago yeah that I would have worked on two campaigns now with Warner Brothers Canada yeah and when I do these campaigns for these clients, I'm not doing them like they ask me to yeah. do. Like, I take a s- weird spin on it. Like, when I, like, get, a, get a, a brief, I'm like, okay, how can I make this weird? Yeah. And then I'll, like, do something so far away from the box. Yeah. And then I'll try to. I'll try to. And they love... And it often is, like, a great feedback. Um, but, yeah, I think having this, like, authentic voice yeah and staying true to it is like gold it's absolute gold because yeah. i mean you can look at someone and get inspiration from them like i've got an inspiration from you before mm-hmm. and you've got an inspiration from other people but i've got an inspiration from like matt before mm-hmm. but then like creating that in your own voice is like unique and so golden and yeah. uh can we bring this to a question yes. yeah so we have <laughs> talked about i'm just excited i know i know i know <laughs> i want to bring it to like i want to talk about this topic because we talked about copycat culture copycat copycat culture a lot on instagram and i believe that instagram and like all these social media platforms and blah blah, blah creative platforms 
they do allow for a lot of creativity in your work if you wanted to go that route, but it also brings the route of just copying someone else's pose or edit or preset mm -hmm. or like anything like that. Um, do you think that's good, bad, detrimental? That whole like thing? It's it's interesting because certain things that I was talking about this with Ali, my tattoo mm -hmm. artist, and we're talking about, for example, you get a tattoo, right? I just got a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you get a tattoo, yeah. and then it's super special. It's something that like you've come up with in your mind, and you've created, and it's very personal to you, and it's on your body for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And then, but then say, for example, your nails, mm -hmm. and you get a design on it, and it's different in the sense of like if you were to copy the same nail art on your body and because it's not permanent and it goes away after a sense of time, then people like don't have as hard of a outlook on it. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. And it's interesting too, because in the art world, if same with like a painting and whatnot, if a painter was to copy exactly another painter's yeah, yeah. illustration, they would probably be pretty like upset about it too, yeah. right? But it's difficult because inspiration obviously comes from so many different places now. And it's like, I feel it's hard for an original, original idea yeah, to agree. really spawn. But I don't know. I'm like, am I dodging around this question? Yeah. No, right I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel yeah. like I even like, in my saved folders and Instagram, yeah. I have like inspo, an inspo uh, folder. Yeah, and same. I'm like will store a bunch of people. I'm like, wow, that's a cool idea. Yeah. I could do that, but in this Put way. Put your own spin on or it, Or like sure. someone took a photo like this with like this kind of background. Yeah. I could do it with this certain type of yeah. background. And like I get ideas, like my mind will see this photo and then you know, I'll, I'll see how I can Put your own spin on it, yeah. As opposed to like plagiarism. Yeah, no, 100%. And yeah. like that's so like an example of something that I did inspired by someone else once was this girl Susie Stratic she is super super creative always has this very like cool I feel like you probably know uh, yeah, yeah you yeah. know who she is so she did this thing when she collabed with Headspace and mm. she created clouds because of the whole mm. like meditating oh, thing and sick. I remember when she made these clouds I thought it was super cool and I was like man mm. I'd love to do something one day where I recreated clouds for whatever mm. and then I got a campaign with uh, L'Oreal <laughs> for uh, this certain type of shampoo that makes your hair thicker and like voluminous. Uh -huh. So then I like, I didn't want to do something that's just like me being like, Hey, here I am with my shampoo because that's just not who I am no. at all. Obviously. So my spin that I put on it was like, Oh, I remembered when Susie Although made I these. die to see if I did like that. that. Yeah. That would be the weirdest thing ever. I'd be like, uh, okay. Like that's not like me oh at God. all. So obviously when I did this, I was just like, I don't want to, that's not my brand. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to try and figure out how to put a creative spin in it. And then I did a thing where I thought back to these clouds that she made. And I was like, oh, this could be a cool opportunity to make these clouds because my hair is, because of this product, yeah, is beginning yeah. to become thick and voluminous like mm -hmm. a fluffy cloud. Yeah. So that was my spin on it. So then mm -hmm. I made these clouds and I hung them from my ceiling. And then I put eucalyptus because it smelled like that, like all over my wall. And then I had them like held up, like crossed with like them, like in the clouds around that. So... Yes, I pulled wow. <laughs> and I still have these clouds in my closet at home. So when people open up my closet, I'm like, watch the clouds. <laughs> That's like the kind of stuff that you'll find in my apartment. I have weird stuff from like everything that I've made in my place. But no, like that's like, so that like to me is like 
the okay way of like yes. being inspired by something else. It's not like if say if I was like to do a collab with Headspace and then I whip these clouds out and it's me right. on my bed totally. meditating, then it's me yeah. straight up copying, which that's not cool, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then yeah. even when I made these clouds, I went on my stories and was just like. I'm making these clouds because I was inspired by this person, yeah. which I think is super, super cool. And, like, that's cool, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I did another thing at Quigley, who mm, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. knows. So she did flower eyebrows once. And yes. then, yes. yeah, when I did a campaign with Burke's Jewelry, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. for Valentine's Day, I wanted to do something whimsical. So I did, like, the flower brow thing, and I made sure to be, like, these eyebrows were inspired, yeah, inspired by, by Quigley. Yeah, and, like, th- like, that's, I mean, credit like, where credit is As long as you credit. Yeah, yeah, as long as you credit. And as long as you're not, like, completely ripping off, clearly, someone straight up. Yeah. Like, I've seen someone who, uh, she did this cool thing where it was a shot from above, and it's her laying on her floor with, mm-hmm. like, a map, and then Doc Martens, and, like, very specific objects around her. And mm-hmm. literally... This blogger who was probably twice the size that she is, like, at the time, she did the exact same shot, exact same shirt, exact same items laid everywhere, and she didn't even tag this person at all. And it was literally the exact same image. And the internet like, is very well connected, and people it find is. out. Oh, and mm. obviously she found out because people started tagging her, and then mm. it was go- everyone was going off in her picture being like... And at the time, this girl was, like pretty like small and if a girl like this was to give credit to someone else who was like smaller like you could give her like a you know like and to me like then that's like okay cool like you know you're throwing her a lot of followers and a lot of you know um show or whatnot but and she didn't and then obviously a lot of people attacked this like bigger blogger and then she ended up then going in her caption changing it giving credit to the girl and then doing this big shout out thing in her story about her after the fact, but it's just like, it's, but it's after that, the fact. It's after the fact, and like, that's like, that's what? not right. Like, I think that's a lot of the big problems with social media because it, uh, some people, like, we've talked about this with photography as well, mm-hmm. that people think there's not enough room for everyone in the yeah. industry. Like, you have to compete or you can't. Don't like, get me started. I know. <laughs> about the competitiveness. Oh yeah. I know. I know. But there's room for everyone as long as there you have is. a unique voice, as long as you have a story that you can tell, as long as you have some kind of unique angle yeah. or you just have some creativity to show like you're you're fine i feel like don't get like scared one amazing thing about this city has been that like yes we can grow creatively and like diversity and you know authenticity is really well like accepted yeah but also i feel like this industry and a couple different artistic industries in the city like people try and undercut people a lot and i've experienced it a few times and it sucks, but I just want people to know that, hey, guess what, honeys, there's room for, for every fucking person to grow. Yeah. Um, and, like, as creators and as, I mean, successful creators as well, we should be uplifting people and yeah. not feeling not feeling threatened by them. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. I think it, it leads back to, like, people's insecurities. Yeah. Because um, people, you can see that they're successful, but, like, when you can meet them, when I mean, we met you in person. Mm-hmm. You were incredible. And that's how we became friends. We I know. Met an event, we became great friends. I know, and that's what I was literally about to say too. Was the time that like we had spoken beforehand, like mm-hmm. DMing each other. Oh, like 
we should hang out sometime, blah, blah, blah. And then the moment that I saw you both at the event that I went to, I saw you from afar and was like, oh, my yeah. God. I'm like, but, like, that's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's, to me, how it should be. And mm-hmm. then I feel like ever since now we've been inseparable, <laughs> which I love. Like, every but week we've me, seen each other. I know. To me, though, like, it makes me sad that that's really rare, though, because yeah. in, a, I in know. a community involved in an industry that's so quote-unquote well-connected yeah. like mm. on the internet when we all like are together in person people's personalities change yeah or the and then and then you see the inauthenticity yeah in, is that a word inauthenticity in, yeah. in these people and you're like it's like me trying to say oh. apple <laughs> right right <laughs> don't get into that yeah we're not getting into that no um, but you're right and it's funny too because i so recently uh, recently, for the first time, I went to an event. Oh, it's clicking on the table. <laughs> for the first time, I went to an event by myself, and I had to push myself to go to this event by myself because I get really anxious going mm-hmm. alone. Because obviously, I'm a super social person, and I have yeah, no yeah. problem talking. I love talking to people. I love making connections, and like that's the whole point of this, right? Yeah, totally. But I get nervous because. You know, you don't. Sometimes I'm like, do these people want to talk to me? Right. Like, I don't know. And I mean, but, you can walk into a room and you're like, you don't know who's actually gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And to me, it's funny because you really shouldn't feel that way when it's mm-hmm. such a social like right. atmosphere, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And anyways, regardless, I had pushed myself to go yeah. to that event, and I did have a really great time. You know, but. It's interesting how we've yeah we talked about this in such a yeah. social community it can feel such a so attachment yeah, yeah. But when you have yeah. two different faces yeah you show your face on social media and a lot of people are different on social media than mm-hmm. they are in real life mm-hmm. we've experienced that with 75 percent of like bloggers yeah, in the city really yeah um like that's whenever the weirdness comes up when you meet someone in person that you've talked to on social media for like a long time. Yeah. You're like, are you okay? Are you gonna be cool? 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 Are you gonna cool? Are you gonna be all of those things. Yeah. No, I feel... I feel... And you succeed. No, I feel like at the end of the day now, one of the most important things is authenticity. And it's funny too because I feel like we can... It can almost come off as preachy after a while. Be authentic, yes. be authentic. Right. But it like genuinely... It's true be though. authentic. Like, and, just be real self. I mean, I don't know how like that even comes about because for me, I didn't know anything about the influencer industry until I met Matt which was two years ago and he had like a small following back then in Berlin and then we moved to Toronto and then he like was signed with platform and then I wasn't taking Instagram seriously at all and I was like working my job and then and then all of a sudden I started to and then I like decided to do it but I was doing it because he was doing it yeah and I was doing it and I was asking him for advice for a lot of the things but then when I started like doing my own research and I don't know, filling my own head with ideas and realizing I knew who I was, but yeah. I didn't know how to convey that yeah. at all, like at all. Um, and it takes so much, it takes time. Like, how would you say to someone like, I know people listen to this all the time, like, oh, be authentic, be authentic. But how would you like, what advice would you give to someone who is young, wants to get involved in like the creative industry? Yeah. How to stay like on 
brand for themselves to showcase who they are as a human being rather than like kind of swaying more towards another person's like yeah 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 um it's funny because i think i someone had posted about this the other day but someone said how if you're starting off in this industry you literally if you want to do this you literally have to do it for yourself and obviously, like, you know, to show your creativity to other people, but you have to genuinely start off to do it for yourself because you love it and you just want to yeah. do it. You know, I, when I first started, I think I actually only got my first paid gig after two years of creating, right? Same. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, now I feel like everyone expects everything so fast because mm-hmm. we live in such a fast-paced society where everything's, mm-hmm. like, changing so often and it's mm-hmm. quick, 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 quick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nothing that's worth having comes to you really right away you have to work at it so i think that if someone is starting they have to just genuinely want to do it for themselves and for the sake of creating yeah and wanting to wanting to make beautiful content or expressing themselves yeah, through image you know and then i think eventually it comes with time I, if you're starting this with the mindset okay i want to start doing this I want to be working with these companies and get paid like within like two months of me starting. It's not going to happen. That's just not how it goes. You know, you have to genuinely want to do it because you love doing it. I like, you know, 80% of my content is me just creating to create. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, like Mm -hmm. I do sponsored posts. Like I get like a few a month, which is like awesome. Like obviously like, you know, I, so I also do social media management for like a few other people on the side, but like Mm -hmm. I would love to do this full-time at some point and like I think that that will come eventually but I'm okay with it being the way that it is now because Mm -hmm. I just genuinely love creating for the sake of creating you know Mm -hmm. I love taking things that I see and expressing it through image and sharing Mm -hmm. that with other people because it makes me happy and I feel like it brings other people happiness and that's why people follow me to begin with so I think that if you want to start this you have to genuinely start for the sake of just loving it yeah and then grow from there ah my heart. <laughs> oh my god, what a beautiful oh. what a beautiful way to end. Oh my god. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Thank Guess you. what? I've got all the feels. <laughs> um so where can people find you? Luna.lindsay. Lindsay is also my last name in case anyone is wondering. Spell Lindsay because there's a few different ways of spelling it. L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. A it D. is not my Word. first name. It is my last name. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us thank you on for having this me. gorgeous podcast episode. <sighs> Lovely listeners. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. You can find all relevant social links down in the description and make sure to follow us both on Insta at Mr. Benfield and at Omar Takes Picks. And also find us on YouTube at Matt and Omar. If you feel so inclined, leave us a little review on whatever you're listening to the show on because that would be cute. And we'll see you back here next Monday. Bye. Bye.